0: Hey what's up everybody, it's your girl DJ Shar Dangerous. And it's
1: your boy DJ Big Bopper here. And we're back with another episode of Wave of the Planet. That is right, is Wednesday, so you know what it means. A little bit of music news, a little bit of everything today. And we got a lot of stuff to discuss, so all
0: right, Bob, let's get into it.
1: So let's go ahead and start it up with our song of the week. I'm going to go ahead and let Sade go first. No, you go first. All right, I will go first. Um, we're going a little bit. I have been on this Riff Raff binge right now. And so I'm going to have to go uh, with Carlos Slim by Riff Raff. And if you don't know Riff Raff, he's a Houston rapper. He's kind of exuberant. He is the Peach Panther. He is the neon icon, Riff Raffs. Go ahead and check him out if you haven't already heard of him.
0: Yeah, I hope you have heard of him. He's doing some exciting things uh, soon. Mine—I've talked about him before. One of my favorite bands right now at the moment is the Aces. Um, they're like a, I don't know how to describe them kind of like a retro pop. They do some stuff that sounds kind of jazzy sometimes. I don't know, but my favorite song is, this week is by them. It's called "Last One," so um, and their music video just came out for it. So that's my song of the week.
1: Heck yeah. We're going to go through. We got a little bit of news today. We got the Billboard magazine actually turned 60 on Saturday, so we got a little bit on that. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about Drake as well. Um, we got Spotify again. with
0: Shocker. A,
1: I know. Imagine that. So we got Spotify taking off some more content, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I know we had talked about that in previous weeks on like how they've been doing that, so we're going to delve a little bit in on that. Um, we got a little bit more on Demi, uh, a little bit of update on her um we got some we got a star in sydney she went down she ended up going to the hospital and then we're going to talk a little bit about musicals Shadé, what else we got
0: we also got some (laughs) some really funny cardi b news this week uh we got some news from the plain white tees it's been a while since you know they've been on the thing and then um of course we gotta we gotta talk about j cole feed me beats so um Let's jump into it, Bob.
1: I think I want to go ahead and start off on the whole Spotify thing.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Because we've been a little bit of talking how um, they took out (laughs) X's music, um, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, if you hadn't known, um, the fourth suspect that was in X's murder has turned himself in in Florida. So he is now going to be standing on trial. So all four people are now uh, in custody. So they're going to be getting to the bottom of that shortly, hopefully. And they believe they said this one might have been the trigger man yeah so. that,
0: and that happened i think just this morning or yeah last i think night. it was like it was today or sad. yesterday so <clears throat> another thing going out around about x is that he um the charges were dropped mm-hmm. for his case people were saying um so everyone who said he didn't do it blah blah, blah. now there just needs to be some explanation mm-hmm. if you die you cannot be charged with something in court because you cannot defend yourself right so that that's why the charges are dropped. Whether he did it or not, you know, some people believe he did. Some people believe he didn't. I, I'm, I don't know. But the charges were dropped because he cannot defend himself in court. So, mm. so. so that's still up for debate. But what happened was Alex Jones was pulled from Apple, Spotify and Facebook. Um, he's still on Twitter and Twitter has made a statement about it. But so basically top technology companies erased most of the posts and videos on their services from Alex Jones. The Internet's notorious conspiracy theorists thrusting themselves into a fraught debate over their role in regulating what can be said online. So Apple, Google, Facebook, and Spotify severely restricted the reach of Mr. Jones and Infowars, his right-wing site that has been a leading peddler of false information online.
1: See, another one, and I... uh I thought this was the first time I've really seen YouTube in it. But YouTube also suspended him for 30 days yes, on their platform. And he cannot live stream yep. for 90 days yep. on their platform, which is a first to see YouTube in there. I know it's been a lot of Spotify and then like a little bit of Apple Play music, but it yeah. wasn't. YouTube's kind of stayed, you know, Well YouTube like has been doing
0: some stuff. I kinda I watch YouTube a lot, so um and I've followed some YouTubers and stuff. So I've seen kind of their struggle with like there's new things that are getting mm. restricted and getting flagged and taken away and of course the whole I don't think we ever talked about it, but the whole Jake Paul thing. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, YouTube has been making some moves behind the scenes, but this one that kind of like came out about. Um basically he has said Alex Jones, everyone knows that he's just a huge conspiracy theorist. Um yeah. he said some things <laughs> go ahead and tell him.
1: About so the frogs. um yeah so he he's very conservative. He is I don't know if you um had seen the clip but he uh, there's this one clip and it's always memorable to me and he's and he's just ramped up and he's ranting and screaming like per Alex Jones and he goes they're they're putting chemicals in the water to turn the freaking frogs gay and it's just like yeah. Okay. Um He says he's talking about how there's a gay bomb and he's like tap water, what do you think it yeah, is? So what, said, do, you what think?
0: do you think tap water is? It's, it's a, a, gay a gay bomb, bomb baby.
1: <laughs> and it, yeah. so Alex Jones, he's a uh, um He's a character. He, he plays this character yeah. that is just he. He does this for reaction. It's it's shock. One hundred percent. It's I wouldn't say it's shock value, but it is definitely um, controversial. Yeah, absolutely. For no reason, he just it's just being controversial to be controversial. Yeah, which I mean, it does stem good conversation, and and it does yeah. make you actually think and do your own research. So I mean, that's one good side, I th- think. But the other the other flip side is. Um, And I think the biggest part of the case is about how he spearheaded the uh, Sandy Hooks shooting is a fake.
0: Is a fake. Yeah. So Mr. Jones and Infowars have used social media for years to spread dark and bizarre theories such as that the Sandy Hooks school shooting was a hoax and that Democrats run a global child sex ring.
1: Which, I mean, it's... Number one rule is you don't touch children. You don't talk about children. You don't mess with children. Like, that is, it was a. And he doesn't mean
0: that in the literal sense. He means, like, fit, like, news wise, stuff like that. When it comes to,
1: uh, you don't, you you don't.
0: You don't mess with kids. Even, mm -hmm. even that's a thing, like. And it did happen um, during Obama's presidency and it has happened during Trump's presidency. But I think ever since Clinton, they didn't want them to touch the Clinton girls or even uh, Bush, the Bush twins, because you just don't you can criticize someone's politics. You can criticize the way someone is, but but
1: do not their their children off limits. limits. Yeah. It's just like they got on to Barron when he during um, the election. Yeah, because he was like bored trying to sleep. I was like, this kid's been up. All day, it's three in the morning. You know, yeah. Like, and it's just like he's he's a kid. Just let him be a kid. Just because his dad's the president doesn't change that the fact that he's still a child. Yeah. So that, like, we'll get back to it. Like I said, um, so he spearheaded the whole conspiracy theorist about how it was a fake and it was made up by the government, and so that was a little bit too far. Definitely too far in my opinion. I feel like he crossed that line because, like I said, I. I I like the Alex Jones as the character when um uh, because it does make you think, does make you like double check, huh, wait, is that true and actually do your research? And I feel like it's a it's at least kind of kinda of helps people try to like educate themselves because they're like, No, that's not true and then yeah. look at look it up and do their research and it's like, see I knew I wasn't I was right. So
0: And then um so the reason that it's happening, um A couple – not too long ago, um, Facebook – was it Facebook? One of these these social media platforms or media platforms came back and said it was free speech, you know, free Mm -hmm. speech. But then there's a difference between free speech and hate speech. And so he's uh, made hate speech against gays, against Muslims, against literally almost anyone that there is. And Mm -hmm. then he also made claims. He said that the Boston Marathon bombing was engineered by the FBI.
1: Yeah, it's very – (coughs) it's definitely like – Definitely more one of those um, jet fuel melt nope. steel Hill beams, beams. Yeah. kind of guy, most most definitely.
0: And uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting was plotted by the U.S. government. So he's just – honestly, he kind of just takes things, twists them to, to make people talk about it. So um, let me
1: put it this way. Like, it, it, if you don't know this character um, and you don't really want to have to worry about looking him up or anything, I'll try, give you a little rundown of him. Um, one of the episodes he has, he's got a tinfoil hat. He's got the tinfoil hat on. Uh, he talks about the chemtrails. He talks just about literally everything, all those crazy things. The only thing that he does not support, I mean, he goes, global warming is a myth. The only thing he does not support is the flat earth, which I'm quite surprised because I feel like <laughs> that Blot is would, low-key a flat earther <laughs> because I think that it would be the funniest one to for him to do because they are just so out there. Yeah, but um,
0: I think I think I think he's stupid and funny like I. I think that you to be a person who's who watches him and takes his words as Bible which, that Which that's I know ridiculous. some
1: people do. Like my yeah. my grandfather for one is oh. one of those people and I'm like I'm like granddad, that's not
0: Bob goes to his grandpa house and he says, Grab a bottle of water, don't drink the tap.
1: Yeah, I was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's funny, I tweeted something, um go follow me on Twitter at Shardangerous, S H A R Dangerous and Bob what's your Twitter?
1: is uh, it is at oh. the Bopinator. <laughs> the terminator the but <clears throat> <Bop. laughs>
0: um we're gonna plug ourselves it's shameless um i said what do you think tap water is it's a gay bomb baby do you think i'm like oh shocked by it so i'm up here bashing it because i don't like gay people i don't like i'm putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay alex jones so i just think that i people um i don't take him seriously if i'm gonna listen to him i'm gonna laugh and be like this guy's a character. Some people do take him seriously. I honestly
1: think he's just a satirical character, and that's, like, his the whole role he plays and is he, just he this just controversial gets so person. And so intense. Like, because he's not like that off-camera, like, in his actual life. He's not like that. So I think he's just portraying this character that just kind of, like, make you think. So, so the Spotify spokesperson actually ended up talking to NPR, and as you know, we are an NPR station, so we got a little bit of this news, and he goes, "Um, we take our reports of hate content seriously and review a podcast episode or song that is flagged by our community. Spotify can confirm it has removed specific episodes of the Alex Jones Show podcast for violating our hate content policy. So, they already screened through, I guess, and took out all these before banning him, so I guess... The last one or another one was like a final straw, and they just went ahead and, all right, we're taking you off for, I don't know, um, did Spotify say it was like a certain amount of time? Because I know YouTube said it was a...
0: I don't think Spotify gave a time limit. But what I do know is, um, I think Apple did it first. Mm -hmm. And so, because I was reading, and Facebook did it at like 3 a.m. So it was Apple and then Facebook. It it was one of those things, like, I hate to relate it to the uh, Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. but once one person or big big company came out about it and like removed their stuff and then everyone else was like, yeah, I mean, honestly, we've
1: been wanting to do this for a while. Well Facebook's kind of been in like the heat about with like their privacy policies and everything going on already it is. Yeah. So I feel like they're definitely on the preventative measure of trying to make sure that they're um so Facebook can't get any more hate or get any more trouble because I mean we already had Mark Zuckerberg was or at the Capitol having to go through hearings to the Senate. And the House of Representatives. So, you know, exactly. they've been definitely trying to stay on the um, down low. <laughs> yeah. Stay off the radar, you know?
0: Yeah, I think. And I think that's another reason. I don't know if they publicly came out about it, but I know that it was removed at uh, 3 a.m. So that was kind of a time. No one on Facebook at that time. And so that's probably like, why they did it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is unfortunate because I, I, I like to watch him um, because, like I said, he's an ironic character to me. I, he's just playing this character and I think it's quite I I find it entertaining but then there's people that take it seriously and it's just like I've never
0: um, watched or listened to him I've seen some of his his clips I've shown her clips (laughs) Yeah, I've seen clips and uh, I I think it's um, the character that he's playing is definitely funny and controversial but um, let's get some happy news Bob. We got any happy news? Let's talk about Drake.
1: Okay so we do got some happy news so we got a little bit about Drake. Um, I want to go ahead and start. We're gonna go with the billboards. Like I said, was turning okay. the billboards top one hundred has turned sixty years old. So we got. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with our female empowerment. We got the top ten greatest Billboard Hot One Hundred female artists who have debate or debuted after the two thousands. Okay, can I guess a couple? Sure.
0: Um. Obviously, so there's ten, right? Ten. Okay, and this is over the past how many years?
1: Um, since the two thousands.
0: Okay. Mm, I got to think of, like, when I was in middle school, who was I listening to? Katy Perry. Yes. This is in no order. Um, Obviously, Taylor Swift is up there. Um, Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Rihanna, definitely. I don't know what order, though. Uh, um, Is Miley on there? mm Ooh, I like it. Um, Pink? Nope. <gasps> no, wait. Okay, so Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Rihanna. I really... You said since the 2000s?
1: Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande? Uh, no.
0: Wow.
1: Who? We got number one, Rihanna. Ooh, okay. Number Over two, me. Taylor Swift. Okay. Number three, and we had talked about how she went like, I think she's 12 times certified platinum now, Um, Katy Perry. Okay, yeah. Uh, Beyonce's number four.
0: Oh, well, duh. That's number August.
1: five is Lady Gaga. Uh, number six is Alicia Keys. Number seven, Kelly Clarkson, which is oh, which is I believe that's the only country. Or oh, I take that back. T Swizzle, sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then number eight is Adele. Number nine, Nicki Minaj, and at number ten we have Kesha.
0: Oh, I love Kesha. So that was our top
1: ten um, greatest Billboard Hot 100 females for the, after 2000. So congratulations to all those ladies. And then we're going to talk about um, a week ago that when Drake dropped his new album, Scorpion. He actually defeated a more than 50-year-old record that the Beatles held for the greatest dominance of the top 10. Drake had seven songs in the top 10, while the Beatles only had five. So the seven songs on the list, um, he had them all on at the same time. Let me guess. Do
0: you oh, have the list? I, no, I don't oh, have. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I can
1: go. guarantee you In My Feelings is in one of feelings, them. In My Feelings,
0: nonstop. Um, um, probably I'm upset, March 14th. Probably... I'm upset. God's plan. Uh, God's plan. Yeah. So those.
1: <laughs> so he, he still has seven on the list, which um, and he also holds the number one spot right now within my feelings. So um, and that's going to be there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, that the challenge with the challenge going on, he just came out with a music video okay. with it. So so
0: speaking of in my feelings, he did. He just came out with a music video. Do you remember? Okay, last week when we recorded, I was like, um, the, the I think the music video for Nonstop had just came out. And mm-hmm. so I was like, are we going to get a music video for In My Feelings? I was like, I feel like we probably are, but we don't know. It came out literally the next day. So it's, it's it hasn't even been out for a week yet. Um, it came out on the 2nd, so it'll be a week tomorrow. And it's got 49 million views and counting already. Um, it's starring Drake, obviously. La La Anthony, she's from Power. She's from a lot of stuff. I think she did some TRL stuff back in the day and a lot of stuff with MTV. Also, you may know her as Carmelo Anthony's ex. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have a kid together. And then Felicia Rashad—that's the mom from The Huxtables. Okay. So, um, so <laughs> it's real funny and it's real cute because basically it's like he's outside of her window, like throwing rocks, trying to you know get her to come out with him. And Felicia Rashad plays the mom. But, um, but it's real. I loved it. I loved. It. I thought it was so good. Um, Big Free does there, and the City Girls. Um, City Girls is Young Miami. That's the girl who appears on the track. Remember, we've been wondering who it was. Mm -hmm. It's her. So she's in the music video, um, and she sings her verse in the music video. Um, and then Big Frida was there, like, she wanted to be in the video. She contacted him as soon as the song came out and was like, hey, I want to be in the music video. So that happened. Um, and basically it's just like scenes around New Orleans and, and a lot of people dancing and stuff. Um, people are doing the dance in it. Um, Shiggy, this is the guy who started it. So this is the guy who did it first. He's in the music video. Um, And then he's at the very end. Basically, the whole music video is like, Drake's having a dream. And so, like, when he wakes up from the dream, Shiggy is, like, his uh, um, assistant or one of the PA guys on set for something. But, um, yeah, so towards... My favorite part was, like, towards the end of the video, he, like, features all the people who have done it before, like a bunch of people who have done it before. So... Uh, he's got Will Smith doing it in there. And he scaled a bridge in Budapest uh-huh. to record his. Dang. Um, Sierra's in there. The guy's from Netflix's Queer Eye, which if you haven't watched Queer Eye on Netflix, watch it. You'll cry every episode. It's so good. But basically, yeah, they did their versions and led to like thousands of people doing the challenge. And, and the challenge got so big. But like people started taking it to the extremes. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's not banned.
1: But, I thought um, it was you could get fined now. Yes,
0: yes, you can get fined for doing it because what people are doing, um, it started with just people just, like, dancing. And then people were, like, hopping out of their cars and dancing while the car was still going. And so um, people are saying, well, if you're, like, impeding traffic, you can get fined for that. Um, one guy got hit by a car. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was one that was fake, and then there was one that was real. She mm-hmm. was like joking, like the car was going really fast. But then there was another guy, and he was doing it, and um, he was supposed to like jump over the car, but uh, he didn't jump, and so he got hit by the car, and it was his friend driving. But yeah, I do remember seeing that one. The, the challenge is wild. just it's just taking over. But I don't know. I was so um, I was so excited. Number one that we finally got a music video for it, and number two that he paid homage to number one Shiggy for doing it. And number two, uh, f- uh, for, uh, you know, for giving credit to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then we got one for Nonstop. And that one takes place in London. Okay. So, and it's pretty much, um, film from him, uh, doing, uh, promoting it or performing it for the first time. And then, um, there's some scenes of him in a club in I think London I believe some of it might have been shot in Toronto but okay. so yeah those are his music videos came out uh, this weekend last week and I don't know I'm so excited for a New Drake music video every time so I felt good about it I was super excited about it and that song is still on the charts it still is mm-hmm. It's still number one
1: um, yeah I believe I believe it is it's gonna be for a while so and then um, so we're gonna a little switch a little bit uh we got some a little bit happy news and we got a little bit of worrying news it's time uh, to sadden it down yeah let's... insert uh <laughs> so we got um down and down under i don't know we finally got a cold front, which for us is like, instead of being 110 degrees, it's like 98 degrees. So we got a little bit of a cold front to drop it down. But down under in Australia, apparently it just, they did not have that cold front there because Pink was sent to the hospital at Sydney um, for suffering of dehydration. So she had a little bit of a heat stroke, and but she was treated and she was later um, discharged uh, and she's recovering and she's doing well, so... It's just uh, it's just kind of crazy because we've had every week or so we had a a star go down on a performance or when they're and out and about something's been <clears throat> going down. And another one is
0: speaking. Okay, speaking of recovery news,
1: we got uh, Demi Lovato. Okay. Uh, she was uh, supposedly was hospitalized late July following uh, an unspecified or unspecified overdose. That um, everybody thought that. It was going to be heroin because they used uh, Narcan. Narcan on it, so they figured it was heroin. Um, it has not it is yet to be confirmed what it is. I believe as not or as of this morning, it still has yet to be confirmed. Uh, we just got something from Demi. Um, she said, "I've always been transparent about my journey with addiction." And that she wrote this um, on, I think it was like the, uh, August fifth on her Instagram, and she goes, she continues to say, "What I've learned that this." "'Illness is not something that disappears or fades with time. "'It is something I must continue to overcome, and I have not done yet. "'I want to thank my family, my team, and the staff at Cedars Sinai, "'who have been at my side the entire time. Um, "'Without them, I wouldn't be here writing this letter to all of you. "'I now know that I need time to heal and focus on my sobriety and the road to recovery.' The love you have all shown me will never be forgotten. And I look forward to the day where I can come out on the other side. So she sent that out to all her um, followers and just let everybody know all her fans, let let them know um, what she's doing and what her plan is, how and how much they mean to her. And uh, to make it a little bit happier news on that, she actually ended up reaching 7 billion total views on YouTube, which I think it was like, 5.5 5.5 before this, wow. or something. It was like, uh, it was, she got, a, uh, I know at least a billion views after all of this. So, um, uh, well,
0: that and, um, she had, so she had a song called Sober come out about mm-hmm. a month and a half ago. And basically, I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. But basically, she was talking about how she wasn't sober anymore. Um, she was apologizing to her parents, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and everyone around her you know, very sorry for it. Well, um, it has 18 million views on the Lyric video. Mm-hmm. Um, and that came out about a month ago. So, and then like, I don't know if it's a music video, but it has 3.7 mil. So um I think that, a lot of times, and I've seen, I've heard this before. A lot people have been talking about it and saying a lot of times, you know, we think that music is subjective mm. um, and it can, anything can mean whatever you want it to mean. But this, this specifically, you know, she's specifically talking about not being sober anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is sad that she did overdose and go through that. But I think that she wasn't ready to be clean. She was clean for six years. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember Demi Lovato was so young. Um, she's still kind of in that I want to live my life and do what I want stage Yeah, she's not ready to settle down yet some people aren't ever ready to settle down so it's really just you know whatever she wants to do um, and that's not to say that she didn't take it seriously because you know sobriety is a serious thing but um, I think that having gone through an experience like that is going to uh, number one change things up and uh, I'm glad she's getting help I'm glad she's getting the help that she needs
1: Me as well, and like I said, it's a disease. Like she was saying, she's a disease, and she's something she's fighting. So I hope her the best on the road of recovery, and I hope she can make it through of being sober and not relapse and not have to worry about ODing again. So. I hope, or so I wish the best to her and the family. So, so there was a poll to see which were the which were the most popular musicals in high school. And I don't know if if y'all didn't know, I was in theater when I was Bapa's in high school. Was in
0: theater? Nerd. Oh, I love
1: theater. I, I love, I love it. Hey, Straight. I was
0: in band. I was in marching band. So it was like theater on a field, kind of, sort of. I get. We yeah. per, we performed shows. Yeah. So they weren't as long, but.
1: And um. I enjoyed musicals. I was in – I was in personally, I was in three musicals, but I, did, I only had a big part in one that was Beating the Beast.
0: So musicals were enjoyable to
1: you? Musicals are enjoyable to me.
0: I like musicals, too. I like to watch them. I never, I never had the guts to, like, try out for a musical or mm-hmm. theater, but I always wanted to.
1: See, I never um, – I didn't really try out – well, I always loved theater, so I was in the theater program because I like to build, so I was building a lot of their equipment. Or if they needed a big, a big idiot for some reason to like for instance I've had to carry people off the stage I've had to do like pick people up throw them around you know do big people things. <laughs> do big men stuff. So. <laughs> you know. Um, and Literal big man on campus. Yeah literally. <laughs> and um, they ended up saying oh yeah we're going to have this uh, we're going to have a musical we're going to be doing a musical and we want you to be one of the roles. I was like First time. I've never been in the spotlight, so I was like, um I don't, I don't really know about that, but I ended up doing I was like, I wasn't really confident of my singing ability, and um this is something that I found out. If you did not know this, it does not matter who you are. You can learn to sing. Uh I did. Not, I could not sing before I was taught how to sing. You can learn how to sing. Sing well. That's which, good to know. I have hope. Which, unfortunately, I've had uh, some ear injuries since then, so I, I no longer... I'm very I'm shy to sing in public now simply because I can't tell if I'm hitting my notes or stuff anymore. So it's really one of those things that I need trying to work with and overcoming.
0: I don't think you guys know this yet, but Bob is like deaf in one ear. Uh,
1: uh, Actually, that's not
0: it's not completely completely false
1: or true. (laughs) Uh, My my ear, my eardrums have burst so many times that that finally the last time they weren't repairable. So I have mechanical eardrums, and so I can hear some pitches, and I can not hear some other pitches. So sometimes uh, I can hear – and sometimes I have super hearing, and sometimes I can't hear five feet away from me. So
0: And it's so funny. Okay, so – and Lance is actually right here right now. Hi, Lance. <laughs> well, so basically um, we have an alarm that goes off every day at 11 o'clock because we have to do logs in the office. And um, when I come in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do morning edition. So there's an 8 to 10 log. Um, ten to twelve log, and then one
1: to three one to or something. one to four, four, and
0: then like four to six. Four six. So um, on Wednesdays when we're in here recording, the eleven o'clock timer goes off to do the logs, and um, sometimes before we would start the podcast, like before we would do it, um, we'd just be sitting at our desks, and my desk is all the way to the left, and the um the timer is like all the way to the right. Mm-hmm. So like I'll hear the timer go off and bop, just like stands there he just like sits there and i'm like hey you want to get that and it's 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 decently loud and he's just like what and i'm like really really bad."
1: see i've uh i guess i've kind of it kind of works out like those higher pitch more annoying sounds i can't hear so like Lucky it's great you. it's great when i get in an argument with girls because i can't hear what they are saying so it's great i mean <laughs> it's kind of bad because then they get mad at me but you know it is what it is I actually learned to hear it, but I don't, I hear it like as this high pitch, just like ring thing. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it really sounds. I just know I hear this kind of high pitch, kind of like a dog whistle. And so that's when I know to do things. So like I said, since then, I, how I hear my voice has changed, how I hear like music has changed, how I've heard things have changed. So I can never tell if I'm going to hit these right notes. So. I just try not to sing anymore, even though I actually do enjoy it and I used to be good at it. Like I said, I first musical I ever did that I was like main main stage, I was the number one guy. I was Gaston in Beauty and the Beast.
0: No way.
1: Well, it was either the Beast or Gaston and there was like, well... Your face is a little too pretty to put behind a mask. <laughs> oh. So, we're going to. So, you're going to have to be guest on because you're the biggest guy here. And I was like, I can do that.
0: Do you have that tape?
1: Which tape? No, um, oh, do I have the or like yeah. the video of it? Yeah.
0: Can I see it? D- no, uh, no, no, no. My no. parents have it. I, Honestly, I feel like they're genuinely really good. I was. Oh. They taught you.
1: Like, I. L- legitimately learned how to like I had voice lessons for three months oh my the choir gosh. teachers had gave us voice lessons because they're like anybody can learn to sing as long as you try I was like uh, Bob is I'm Gaston?
0: down I like it
1: I know back when I was much more physically fit much <laughs> slimmer <laughs>
0: <laughs> back in the good old days weren't we all
1: <laughs> Yeah, isn't that the truth That fesh- the freshman 20 is no joke no joke
0: freshman 15 more like freshman 50 am I right correct but anyway so we're talking about musicals
1: so we're gonna start like i said these are the top 10 um rated musicals so we're gonna go ahead um the musicals stayed mostly the same this year uh there were some newcomers in the plays list uh they that include radium girls and i don't know if you've ever seen radium girls live i've seen it as a one act and let me tell you what it is a very sad story it is very the radium girls tells a story of a young women who worked in radium dial factories painting clock frames or like the clock faces so um what they would do is they'd like put it in their mouth put the the uh paintbrush in their mouth dip it in the radium paint and then paint it on these uh clock or watch faces and they do it again so they are ingesting radium yeah which is If you don't know what (laughs) radioactive materials can kill you, cause deformities, cause cancer, cause all kinds of bad things. Hashtag Chernobyl RIP. So (laughs) basically this is the first time girls were able to get a job. They were able to make money. So like a bunch of young pretty girls flocked to this. They all ended up dying of radium poisoning.
0: Let's give women jobs. That'll kill them.
1: So um, the only good thing that came out of that is... Obviously, a lot of safety standards and health standards for um, workers, mm-hmm. uh, not just women, men as well. So that's one good thing. Like I said, that, that play is very sad, but it's, it's got a good message to it. We had You Can't Take It With You, uh, but the most common high school performance of all times has still been among the top six every decade since the 40s. So that's kind of cool. Um, but we're going to go through the top 10 musicals. <clears throat> so number tale as old as time. Number ten is Annie, which I've never done. Number nine is The Wizard of Oz, which we have done in both musical form and regular form. Um we did the Little Shop of Horrors as well, and that's number eight.
0: That one happened. I never <clears throat> I never saw that one, but that one did happen at my high school.
1: And number seven is the Susical, which while I never was in it, I built a lot of the props and set pieces for
0: I saw Susical because my cousin performed in it. And um, she played the kangaroo. My mom is an amazing seamstress. So she made, um, she, like, my cousin did a lot of plays in high school, mm-hmm. so that's how I know most of these. And um, she pretty much sewed all of her costumes. So she made the kangaroo costume, but my favorite part was when my cousin was done. We literally, like, because, you know, you had to pad that thing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we padded it up and fought in the yard. Like, I would just, like, run after and try and tackle her. It was a lot of fun. But Continue. <laughs> Which cool <laughs> great.
1: Which, okay, I don't know if you've ever, like... I- I'm assuming everybody who's listening has seen or read a Dr. Seuss book, so they kind of see... If you what... haven't,
0: turn the podcast off.
1: <laughs> so you can, can kind of th- see what I was trying to recreate in live action, which is nearly impossible, thank you very much. So I thought, I thought for what it was, it turned out pretty good. But number six is, which I didn't know was a musical is Shrek, Shrek the musical, which I wish we did because I would love to be Shrek.
0: Okay, so Tarleton has done Shrek the musical a couple times. And I think if they do it this year, I'm definitely going to go see it. Um, The reason that I knew Shrek was a musical, and if you're a Netflix nerd, you knew it was a musical as well, because for the longest time, Shrek was not on Netflix, but Shrek the second, and then I think even the third, and then they have like the Halloween special, all of that's on Netflix, Mm -hmm. but the first Shrek wasn't. But okay. the musical was so I watched the musical one day, okay. um. But and it was pretty good. I liked it. Um. But yeah, the 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 real movie wasn't on there for the longest time. So,
1: which, uh, well, another one that I was surprised to know that was a uh, musical, and it's not on this list, but is it Spider Man the musical? That's a actual thing. Oh,
0: I think is that on Broadway?
1: Um, I think it is now. I know at first it got shut down because it was too dangerous. Oh, because somebody they, got hurt. Mm-hmm, but then they revamped it and I think it is now. But I said we're gonna go to number five is Cinderella, which I don't think I've done the musical to Cinderella, but I, I definitely did uh we did the play Cinderella because I mm-hmm. built the I built all the sets Again, <laughs> the prop pieces. So, um, number four is Into the Woods, which I've never seen. I never Me known, either. and but I, I know it's a movie, and I've kept wanting to watch it, but I okay, keep forgetting.
0: I yeah, we'll have to watch it. Let's watch it, and we'll no. talk about it one day because I haven't seen it either, but I've always wanted to, and I heard that it was really good. Because I think it, I don't I don't want to see anything wrong, no. but I think it's kind of like a play a takeoff of. Little
1: Red Riding Hood, is it? Well, I, I don't think it's just um, Little Red Riding Hood. I think it's a a bunch of different. Yeah, other, I think it's yeah. a bunch of different things. Kind of okay. like the Grimm's or the uh, or uh, the Grimms fairy tales with the Grimm brothers, yes. but not so dark. I don't think it's dark. I don't okay. know. I, I can't. Don't quote me on that because I haven't seen it. So um, that's one. And like I said, I kept wanting to watch it. I think the one time that I got a chance to watch it was on a plane. And you as sleep. Well, no. As soon as I turned it on, we had um, issues. Like, like ten minutes in, I think we got through the credits and was we kind of like setting it up. And then I guess like our plane just lost satellite coverage or something because it just. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so we got number three, which is The Little Mermaid. Which man, I oh man, which I feel like would be really difficult to do.
0: I have I've seen some, so I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen some. Of the clips of mm-hmm. the Little Mermaid being a musical, and it's actually really cool. I just because uh, like a lot of these are Disney movies. Um, well, not a lot of them, but I mean like movies that you've seen on TV. Um, and they're really easy to translate because the music is all there. Sometimes they'll add
1: more songs See, in. I feel like but... it would be a little difficult to even do the Little Mermaid. But did they? Because I know they um they were talking about the Little Mermaid or was it was going to be a live-action movie, and they were going to take out a lot of those songs.
0: And see, that's where it would get me... Um, that's where I would, like, not watch, because I love The Little Marie, and I love mm-hmm. almost every single song see, in that that's movie. that's what
1: they said, Mulan. They're doing a, a, a movie on Mulan, but it's going to be more historically based on the actual character, Mulan. That If y'all didn't know, she's an actual character, and she was even... She did even more amazing things yeah. in real life than she did, actually, in the movie, which, I mean, she did amazing things in the movies, so that should tell you something um so this one for the Milan's is going to be a little or they're taking at least most of the musical scores if not all of them out
0: well see that's the thing i don't want because um you know they're revamping all these disney movies and i get it and that's great and that's fine but um sometimes i don't i'm not into it like i'm kind of scared to watch the lion king see, i did not like um the
1: jungle book i didn't See, I thought the Jungle Book was alright, but think it was one thing bad, I will I disagree like is with Mulan. I I can Mulan. I'm a kind of excited to see without the musical scores. Like I said, since it is going more historically accurate, yeah. I I do I I have high hopes. I, well, I see, see it
0: I think that um, a good alternative to that, like if you like all those Disney movies and stories and stuff, um, but don't necessarily want the music, watch Once Upon a Time. Have you ever seen that show? Mm-mm. It's amazing. So basically. Um, it takes place in this little town Oh and wait,
1: this is where like all of the, um, like the, they all live together and like,
0: yeah. Ugh. And they all like come in and out of stuff uh. and like their storylines are there and they kind of all rope together and it's so cool. I'm like behind a couple seasons, but it's so good. One mm-hmm. of the, um, one of the main characters for the longest time was Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And then
1: I think, um, okay, so this is the one I remember. It doesn't it have, like, the witch holding the apple. Wasn't that the Once Upon a Time? Wasn't that, like... Yes, the...
0: that was the... Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, and then, I've seen
1: it. I just now haven't watched it.
0: And um, Rumpelstiltskin, he's in it. And I think he actually ends up becoming the Beast as well. And so it, like, ties the what? stories and stuff together. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler
1: alert. But Rumpel I don't remember... Rumpelstiltskin's a demon.
0: I don't remember um. if... I don't remember how that happens or how everything happens. But it's so cool. Um, it's such a good show. <laughs> Not Spawn,
1: but, you know... Go watch it, And then Don't don't mess with my German, my German um, heritage, man. All my. No, I think you'd like it. I actually really think you'd like it. See, I prefer the Grimm fairy tales because those are the ones I was taught. Because as a kid, like the, we're told these to scare us into doing what we're supposed to do. Exactly. And then uh, then what does Disney does? Disney takes them and adapts them, and makes them kids' things. So it was kind of it was really weird for me to watch. Definitely Rumplestiltskin because I was terrified of him um well, see, when i was a child is because they made them these like they made, oh, they made them these kid-friendly characters no. and i'm just like this is not little red riding hood at the end i was like that's not how it ends yeah they, exactly it's the grandmother i the
0: love see that's the thing that's the thing it's very um very accurate towards grim mm-hmm. is once upon a time so i, th- I think okay. you'd like it so,
1: yeah maybe but... I will then. Well, uh, we'll get back to the, okay, so the Little Mermaid, I'm sorry, we kind of went off at the tangent. I actually do really enjoy theater, so if I just ramble off, I apologize. Um, but we're going back to the Little Mermaid. See, this is how I feel like it would be kind of difficult to do, because you got to do underwater, and you got to do, like, um not, or you got to do it on the surface and underwater, which I guess, like, if you wanted to do underwater, you put a screen in front of it all, like, Like to, a blue hue. Um, Well, they have that like that see through, but you can get like more of an ocean phone like and you can make it look more like ocean and you can put a fan behind it to make it like kind of move to give them that there's like currents going so they could see it. And then you would raise all your props. You have them all on um, fly lines and you Mm -hmm. would just fly them up. So they're like above the water line, but you can still see them. Yeah. So and that's how I would do it. That's just me. I
0: my only request for the little mermaid movie because i know it is happening and it's gonna be live action ursula needs to be played by a drag queen ursula was based on a drag queen i think she was based on the drag queen divine i think so
1: well then i think what we need is to um what the rocky horror picture show
0: yes remake <laughs> that please do you know that i have only seen clips
1: um, but I love see, the clips that I saw. <laughs> I, I'm one of the few that have. Well, the one time that I was going to go see it, and if this is your first time to ever go see it, um, do not see it in theaters because if it's going to be in theaters, like everybody, it has this crazy cult following. So if you're going to go see it in theaters, um, just be prepared. Uh,
0: Everyone's going to sing.
1: Be singing. They're going to be dressed up. It's going to be very. Different. I feel experience. like this was
0: one of the like very first like cult movies to oh, like yeah. get such a huge following. And
1: I just I just was not prepared. And so <laughs> I didn't finish the movie. I wasn't prepared for it. I was like, eh, maybe some other time. I'm not about this. So um we got number two on this list, which is just blows my mind, is the Addams Family.
0: I didn't know that the Addams family was a musical because the, the only song I know from the Addams family is the
1: The intro. Yeah. Da- 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 da the adams family yeah exactly the intro that's the only song i was like hmm so which one it, it surprises me one that it's a musical and two it's never two on the list i yeah how is it like how are so
0: many high schools like you know what i want to be wednesday adams
1: which don't get me wrong i love the adams family so oh, yeah, you i No, i have no issues with it but i'm just like huh, that's kind of odd
0: Yep, and then what's number one? I mean, so I think you can all guess. So we're
1: gonna go number one. Number one's obviously Gaston in uh, Beauty and the Beast. So that's our number one musical. How does that make you feel? Bob? Which uh, you know, I already knew I was number one because no one, oh, okay. no one uh, fights like Gaston, douses lights like Gaston, baby. I remember some of the scores. All I remember right, most right. of the choreography. I could do it. Maybe. I liked the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah, no, they did a it was really, really good job. Um, yeah. live action. I don't. Did they take a lot of the songs out? I can't remember if they I were don't singing. I think
0: they did. See, I think. I um, think they.
1: I think there. No, there was singing. I remember now. There was no. were singing. Um, I remember now.
0: I think they used more of like maybe some of the songs they used as an undertale. Mm-hmm. But I typically see the thing is I think when you take out the score, I know like you're remaking something and revamping yeah. it. You don't need to remove the original songs. I think you maybe need to update them a little bit. See,
1: okay, actually, but, I remember now. They did add. They had. They on. They there. had almost all of the songs in there, and mm-hmm. then they added. Um, there's a song that you could only get on the special edition of their like 25th or 50th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast. I can't remember what it was, but it Nerd. was like it was like their platinum release or whatever, <laughs> and um, they had an extra scene at the end with an another musical score that they actually ended up using in the live action being and the beast. Hmm. Is that like the very, very end? Uh, but it was be- in between him becoming the prince and the final, like dancing or the final musical scene, which is, I can't remember what it is, but it's just them, um, dancing in the ballroom. Uh, and it, at the end is humans and it's quite,
0: Oh, I don't know what scene you're talking about, because I didn't leave the movie theater for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I, like, waited here for that. So. But, well, good. I mean. So
1: that is the top ten musicals. Like, I have personally been in, Well, and these are all musicals that I was in. Some of them were just the normal adaptation of the play, but I was personally in six of these top ten, so I can confirm. Some of them did surprise me, but, you know, everybody loves a good musical, and, it, you know, if, you, if you're if you out there and you got nothing to do on a Friday, Saturday night, and there's a... You got plays going on at Tarleton. You got plays going on at um, your local theater. You got plays going on in maybe a, maybe a bigger theater like Dallas or Houston. You got the their larger theaters. Go go see a play. It's, yeah, it's honestly. very enjoyable. Like you will not regret it. I mean, uh, let me take that back. I've I've watched The Sound of Music one time, which is. One of my favorite musicals of all time, and they did a tremendous job. That's the only time I've ever had a bad uh, thing to say about play, because it's just fun to see it live. It's just- that's,
0: and that's the thing that me and Bob say well, you know what we say about concerts mm-hmm. and like musicals and stuff go out and see stuff live like it's cool to watch stuff on TV and that's all fun and games and stuff but go watch it live
1: yeah, I mean, I, all it's of, such
0: a good experience no matter what
1: plus it gets you out of the house gives you something to do I mean what were you gonna do you were gonna watch NBC or uh, CNN or whatever's going on or yeah. The Bachelor oh that's over now right I, or is there still one more
0: no it's over spoiler alert Becca chose Garrett it's fine I'm happy for them I thought you were I Team hope. Garrett no, I was Team Blake. Oh. Um, Blake's probably not going to be The Bachelor because everyone thinks he's too emotional, but whatever. It's fine. I'm glad that they found love. Um, Ari and Lauren are getting married in a little bit, so congratulations. Um, Bachelor in Paradise just started. Um, I would love to recap that, but Bob is not a Bachelor fan, so it's fine. Um, but let's move on to Cardi B and Offset. All because right. Because Cardi B is a character. we would known this. I don't need to notes. So basically, Cardi B and Offset just got some matching Lambos. Mm his and her lambos um i think hers is blue and his is green and like i saw the story and i was like oh that's so cute and she put them on social media um so the bodek yellow rapper and an, and new mom took on social media saturday to show off her brand new purchase a pair of matching lamborghinis for her and her husband offset blue for her and green for him the pair who secretly tied the knot back in september 2017 have a lot to celebrate these days as they recently welcomed their first child together so culture's almost a month old now. I think uh July 10th is when she was born. Mm-hmm. So she's almost a month. Um so she posted this on, on social media and um she got a lot of criticism and I'm not laughing because it's funny. Um but she got a lot of criticism and stuff and people were asking like like why you um she said why are you lease in um, a car just to take pictures and stuff like that and so basically she came back and was like why y'all be trying to play me like a is broke like why she fired back in a video that she later deleted <laughs> y'all be saying that my cars are leased me and my husband we don't lease around here um so basically she ended up having to uh well she didn't have to but she did she posted her bank statement and um uh, yeah she paid for the car In cash, $548,736.97.
1: And so like the big thing uh, behind this all, because didn't she get like a, she got like a Rolls Royce or something before or something, Uh,
0: right? A Bentley worth $300,000. And why, why is that such a um, thing, Bob?
1: Because I thought she doesn't have a driver's license. She
0: doesn't. She doesn't have a license. But this is the thing. She said... Um, and I had to cash out completely because I don't have an effing license. But I don't give a f if I'm gonna rap about having a Lambo. I'm gonna own a mother effing Lambo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so me and Bob were talking about, um, you know, like we were talking about this Monday, I think, and like why, you know, how like having a license to some people is such a huge deal, and to others, like there's like thirty, forty year olds now who don't know how to drive and never will, just because like depending on where you live and stuff like that. But
1: um I thought and, it was Then we had discussed like okay so like say you're living in New York to where you you only use public transportation that's all you use so there's no need to get a license right Yeah and Then I'm like okay but what happens when let's say you got to go visit your whomever you got to go visit you got you can't get a rental no nope. because you aren't a driver so now you got to what if they don't have no taxis what if they have no ubers in the area
0: You are SOL <laughs> Yeah
1: exactly so I mean <laughs> It's just one of those things. I feel like it's a a skill everybody should have because yeah, it's not absolutely. difficult. It's like
0: I feel like it's uh one of your like stepping stones in learning, you know.
1: I feel it takes I don't know maybe it, maybe it, a month to truly learn how to drive and be confident with it and then the, Takes a day to get your license. Right. Yeah, and it, it's. One and I'm of those sure things... she's not going to have to wait in line either. Yeah. so it's well, not like me where I go to Houston and I have to wait seven hours to get my license. So hence why mine's about to expire my... because I have not updated <laughs> it in six years.
0: <laughs> the funniest part of this, because I, I I took this uh, from an article, and the funniest thing that it that uh, that I thought was from the article said, Cardi B will have some more time to learn how to drive her new car this fall. She recently dropped out of her planned tour with Bruno Mars. That's true. But you know, we we already talked about it. But you know, she's not ready to leave culture yet. So you know, that's well, understandable. Here's and... the thing,
1: like that really gets me, because when you buy a Lamborghini. Or really any supercar out there. I know my mother, she bought a um, she bought a Cadillac and they, it was the same thing. Do you get free driving lessons on teach you how to drive this car?
0: Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Because my mom got – she got a, like a something sport. So she got their like fancier one. So she got – she could go to their track and they have free lessons or like th- free three-day lessons. And I was like they literally teach you how to drive those supercars because you can't – just some random just can't hop yep. in a Lamborghini and drive it.
0: I can't go from driving my 2005 Saturn Ion to a Lambo in one day. <laughs>
1: Not with that attitude, you can't.
0: <laughs> but it's so. just, it's
1: so much, it's so different that they, You're. I thought it was like they legally require you to have at minimum three days training on how to I, do things.
0: I feel like they probably would. Because
1: definitely you're taking these like race cars and putting them on the street. So you have to have special training to be driving these cars because, okay, so let's say you, um, you're you shifting. I'm, I'm pretty sure all Lambos are manual. I could – some car is going to yell at me and say, no, they can be whatever, which I – typically if you think of like a supercar, it's going to be a manual. Yeah. So you throwing in you're jumping in these manuals. Like a normal manual kit is kind of whatever. But like these are first gear. You can make it to 100. Yeah So these got so much power That you barely touch it in the gas And you're going
0: I know nothing about cars But yeah <laughs> Bob knows everything So uh, Well I
1: mean, I, I, kn- I do not know everything Because I don't know <laughs> If they come in automatic but I don't know I, I don't know But I do know What like My mom's been told And I know a little bit Like I know A little bit cause He I, knows a thing or two He's a jack looked, of all trades I had looked at Purchasing a Lamborghini That was like 40 grand It was like a really old one But Whoa at one point in my mm-hmm. life, at and then, one point, and they're like, "Yeah, you have to have like training on how to do this." So, and they're cool. like, mm-hmm. "No," because it, I, I remember there was a story. He actually, this guy, um that he was at a hockey game, and he had to make a hole in one from this tiny little hole from the other side or whatever. Anyway, he make it. He made it. They gave him Lamborghini. uh He crashed it that weekend because he didn't know how to drive it. So, something like that. <laughs> but I digress. On that.
0: I digress. So, um, the Plain White Tees. I haven't heard that name in the long... Well, that's a lie. So, um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the show Greek?
1: Um, no.
0: It used to be on ABC Family, which is now Freeform. Okay. Um, but basically, I always thought that, like, Greek kept them in business. Because they were on Greek, like, I think the theme song to Greek was, um from the plain white tees they were they featured on there a lot basically mm. the show greek is about um college and imagine that yeah right there was a girl in college it's about sorority life in college basically sorority and fraternities um yeah. a girl comes uh well she's already in college and her little brother comes to the same school he's joining a fraternity she's in a sorority blah blah blah, blah. so um but the plain white tees are most famous for their song hey there delilah
1: so i'm actually probably gonna have to check out the show greek Ashley.
0: yeah it's pretty honestly it's pretty good i think you'd like it
1: shameless plug recruitment's coming up at tarleton if you're a guy go ahead go through recruitment
0: don't you can't plug your fraternity but you can plug i said go ahead
1: go through recruitment
0: yeah i'm in a sorority called sleep kept Sleep. (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm not in a sorority um but a lot of my friends are so it's cool i <laughs> i'm not racist i have black friends <laughs> exactly
1: no um i, I mean they cool. have greek friends
0: yeah i i'm so non sororitist i have greek friends um no i mean it's cool it's not for me that's cool it's yeah. cool. my mom's in a sorority the yeah. sorority it's that my mom was in is here and she was like are you gonna rush and i was like probably not but it's, you know
1: it's not for everybody like. it's not for everybody I, I went through it with an open mind, mostly because I was new on campus. I didn't know anybody, so I just want to make some friends. I said, "Hey, worst comes to worst, I meet some new people. So why not?" So I went through, You and, make some brothers. So I went through, and uh, yeah, I'm loving it. So you know, it's like, but like she said, it's not for everybody. But I do encourage you to go recruit or go through recruitment.
0: So basically, hey there, Delilah is now going to become a TV show. Okay. So um, basically, the song is about. Uh, Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? It's kind of about a, like a long-distance relationship. Um, so is
1: it going to be like a very loose adaptation? I'm trying to I'm trying to see how they could keep this going for.
0: Well, yeah. See, that's you know? the thing. Um, I feel like. Well, the song is not super super specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they could do what it, what they want. Basically, the song is literally about um, a struggling singer songwriter, and then a New York City student, university student. And so, um, and he's pledging to write a song for her on the night they meet. Mm -hmm. Um, And that promise changes their lives forever in unexpected ways. So it's either going to start probably um, like with the night they met. Um, I feel like, uh, have you ever seen the show? It's on FX. Or no, there's a show on Netflix called Love. Basically, I think it's just going to start from the night they meet, the night he writes the song, and then... Blossom forward. Um, it's gonna be a dramedy, so like a drama comedy, and I think I'll probably watch.
1: It uh, sounds interesting. I might, I might give it a watch. Well, you let me know how, how it is. Maybe I'll... I'll let
0: you know. It's. Um, I think basically it's gonna be a love story that they're gonna break up in the end. But which <laughs>
1: is, I'm, I'm just curious to see how they're gonna adapt it. Like. There's because like you said, there's not that much like pertinent or not not so much pertinent information. But you said it's very broad and vague. You well, said. yeah.
0: Th- well, that that's good because that means they can creatively do anything they want. With
1: I mean, it. that's true. But at the so, same time, it's just kind of where does it root itself? You know what I mean?
0: Um, I think they. I don't know how they how they meet. Um, but I think basically it's gonna start with them meeting in a bar or something. Mm. Um, and then he's a singer songwriter. She's a student um and then you know they're going to be they yeah. like start talking and it's a long distance thing but eventually he'll get big and they'll come back together i don't know we'll have to see but they're pitching it i believe this week to different uh formats and things so we'll see who okay. uh, decides to pick it up
1: we'll, we'll we'll look forward to it and see what happens with that and we'll let
0: you know um and then also so J cole said feed me beats um K.O.D. I don't know if you guys listen to K.O.D., but I listen to K.O.D., the album, and then K.O.D. is probably one of my favorite songs from it. Mm -hmm. Also, I like A.T.M. But K.O.D. is a really good song. Yeah, I I jammed to that in the car. Um, He's ready for more lyrical warfare to close out 2018 in historic fashion so Jermaine, which if you didn't know that that's what the J stands for, it stands for Jermaine. Mm-hmm. He put the rap world on notice with a fiery tweet on Monday. So that was, you know, Monday, August 6th. And um, it sounds as if the Dreamworld Dreamville CEO could be hitting the studio quite a bit um, for his tour, which starts in Miami tomorrow. So he's saying, feed me beats, everything's getting murdered. Um, basically, he's saying, telling people to send him beats, um, He's going to murder him. He's going to, you know, rap on beats and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so um, I won't go too super into detail about that, but I love J. Cole. And the thing I love about him is that he loves what he does. He loves being a rapper. Um, He loves telling his truth. And um, I like that he is not afraid to just get in there.
1: This has happened once before with, I believe it was Lil Wayne. He did this before. And so I believe it's like, feed me. Beats at com. So like if you have A track you know you want to submit to it You, you know all you got to do is email him the track He's not charging or nothing and there's A chance you, you upload it And you'll be tearing up on your beat so uh, Like I said I believe it was um, Feed me beats At com. So if if you're a music producer You want to try to do it you know maybe Maybe you're not maybe you just have a project You want to send up there and see what could happen So Now's your time to do that. So we're gonna go ahead and talk uh about a little bit about sports now. So we got this thing coming up and I don't know if you know, uh we had a, one of our fellow DJ, well he no longer works with us. He uh so I'll give a shout out to our boy uh DJ Big Chris. What's up,
0: Chris? How you doing, bud? We miss you. Hey, come come be on the podcast.
1: And he also I believe he was on what, Hank FM? Right? Yeah, yeah, he, he, he also for was Hank there FM for a little bit. Sunday. He he did Sundays one to five. He was on A Talent for um Hank FM as well. Well, he is a big hockey fan. Yes, he is. And you know what they just announced? The Dallas Stars have a grand opening of their Mansfield um, hockey rink. And so this is where the Dallas Stars are going to be playing. And our friend Chris loves... The Dallas Stars. And he loves watching hockey. And he just so happens to live in Mansfield.
0: (laughs) So I don't know if he knows this, but... Happy, happy day, Chris. You're going to be so excited. Now, I know he likes the Lone Star Brahmas, too, and they aren't too far from here. Um, I went to a couple Dallas Stars. Well, I went to one Dallas Stars game Mm -hmm. this year, and I feel bad because I didn't go to see the Stars. I went to see them um, play the Maple Leafs, and the Maple Leafs won, so go Canada A. But um, I enjoy hockey. I like watching hockey. Um, But Chris is the one who actually got me into it. And so, I don't know. When we heard about this story, I thought it was so cool because he's going to love it. Um, he's gonna love being able to go home and then just be like, "Oh, hey, hockey game! Might as well check it out." Mm-hmm. So,
1: which if you haven't seen t- or if you have not seen hockey live, you should see it at least once because there's, I think it's like a minimum requirement in the NHL to have like a minimum two fights a game. So, you
0: know, oh, I love the fights. That's my favorite part.
1: I'm like that's what we go for. So, exactly. Like I encourage you. Now we got one right here in Mansfield. So that's what thirty minutes away from here. Is it? 30, 45 minutes. Not that far. Not too far. Now we can go watch uh, NHL because uh, before we'd have to drive down to Dallas and that's an hour and a half, two hours probably with traffic. So, you know, I might end up up watching some. Um, I know in Houston, we used to have the uh, Houston Arrows. They're now like, I think they're in Iowa or something. There's something else somewhere.
0: Well, you know, NFL teams do the same thing. I know.
1: The LA Rams. Well, we had the Houston Oilers are now, um, aren't they the Chargers?
0: Yeah, I think
1: so. So no, but we got the Houston Texans. But this uh, And we got them Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, true that. Him? And then speaking of like Houston sports, we finally got a confirmation on our boy Mello. So
0: we've talked about it before, um and it's been it's it's still just a verbal confirmation. He's in Africa right now, so he's saying when he gets back from Africa he'll sign the paper. So probably next week we'll tell you, hey, it's officially officially official. But um yeah, he's going he's gonna to play for the, the Rockets next season. I don't know how many seasons for, but he's going to play for the Rockets. So, Bob,
1: yes, do, you, do you have another sports story? Uh, no, that is actually all I got because I'm lame, I guess. I don't no, <laughs> you're
0: good. I have one, and this is probably going to take a little bit of time, but I have a question for you. Okay. Well, I have a story, and then it poses a question because you were a student-athlete. Okay. So, and th- I told Bob, I said, no, I don't want you to see the screen. So, basically... Um, the headline is North Carolina suspends 13 football players for selling team-issued shoes. So UNC, if you don't know, UNC, which my grandma's from North Carolina, my dad's from North Carolina, so big UNC fans. I'm actually a Duke fan, huh, but I'll cheer for UNC when they're not playing Duke. Um, they are known for being good at basketball, mm-hmm. football, baseball, too. Um, and they're sponsored by Michael Jordan. That's where he went. Okay. So... Um, 13 players are going to miss games in 2018 due to NCAA violations. Um, basically, the players, they sold team issue-to-shoes, um, and it's not the first time um, this has happened. Um, they had a CTE issue go on um, a while back, and so they're saying, you okay. know, backlash has come out, um, basically saying that um, it's a much... They think that more is being done, Mm -hmm. you know, about these kids selling their shoes than the cause of CTE and stuff. Um, One guy, he used to play. I want to say he played at Duke. Um, But he came on Twitter and said, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we sold our shoes and other things in college for money. If you're a sneakerhead like me, some of these shoes are worth thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. I don't blame the kids at UNC for selling special edition Jordan shoes. Hey, NCAA, again, pay the kids. It, it, so, um, Just, Carl Dukes. Okay. Um, and then another guy, Tyler Palmatier, said, touched on this in my notes yesterday, but Lincoln Riley was asked today about the North Carolina players who were suspended for selling their is- school-issued shoes. UNC, obviously a jumpman school like OU is now. Riley, mm-hmm. we've absolutely covered it, and we don't expect any issues here, but he seemed to disagree with the rules logic, noting that students can sell things that belong to them. Um. So, what do you think about not this issue, but what do you think about playing well, in the NCAA? What, what do you think about uh, these student athletes not being paid? Because that's my big. Uh, see, issue. I
1: will give you my take on this. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and start with I'm going to answer that question or answer my thoughts on what is going on. Mm-hmm. So, the big thing is you don't work when you play football you can't work you have zero money so even if you have a full ride you're still broke like you you have zero um you can't you have no, zero source of income and um so it's a little bit different at the big school but here i you have to buy your like your your equipment isn't given to you you buy it so it's legally yours so let's say let's say here um we had our, we had limited edition Jordans or whatever. If I were to have sold them, it's okay because I well, legally bought those.
0: Okay. So like, um, cause you know, y'all get, don't y'all get cleats or did you, did you get cleats you, when you're um,
1: playing? It, when you start up, it's $75 for all of your equipment and then an extra 15 for, um, uh, just in case you need something extra, I think.
0: So, but, like, you, like, so that includes, like, your
1: cleats, mm-hmm. your... That included my entire uniform.
0: Okay. So you paid for that stuff.
1: Yeah, so I paid for it. Okay. So if I wanted to sell it, they they can't say nothing to it. Uh, they say, cannot say anything about it. But also to touch on, um, like, I'm talking about that I was broke when I was playing, and I was doing roughly... Um, see, I made this mistake. In high school, I did... Um, in high school, I did all AP, all due credit classes and played football. So I was like, Oh, why, why can't I do 18 hours and play football in Tarleton? I can do that. Well, there's one thing that I failed to realize that in high school, they can only legally hold you for three hours for practice where in college they have control of your entire life. So I think 12 hours a day was strictly football. Eight hours I know was practice and weightlifting and conditioning. So I had 12 hours of my day was gone, and that's not including going to school and whatnot. So I think in the end, I, I'd get a roughly four to five hours of sleep if I was lucky, um, and I'm always broke, and I'm always struggling. So you're always doing these side hustles as athletes um, to try to – so you're not broke all the time, so you can go out and you can like enjoy college because while, you, yes, you are experiencing something in college that – a lot of other people can't and they want to, you're missing out on the major experience of college and life because you can't, let's say, okay, Hey, um, we're going out, we're going out to the bar tonight, you know, 50 cent wells or whatever. Well, Ooh, I can't because I have to be up on the field at 4am tomorrow. I can't do that. I can't do these things or I can't afford it. Even if I could, then it's just like, I believe, um, it is a job because I was putting in, 80 hours a week easily to football and it is a job. And yes, my college was paid for, but I was still broke. I was still struggling, which causes, like I said, I, you, you would have to do some side hustles. So I was trying to do side hustles, odd jobs, trying to get money. And that gets you in trouble. Like that, that leads the chance to get you in trouble, getting suspended, thrown off, get, lose your scholarship. And I do believe that college athletes should be paid as Student workers, if nothing else, just like we we are student workers and we get paid because our football, even the football program brings in millions of dollars a year in revenue for the school.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Millions of dollars.
0: OK, so another question. Do mm-hmm. you think that there is a difference? Because, well, and see, I don't know if they, like, paid for the things. They're, I know All I know is that they were school-issued. Mm-hmm. Do you think it makes a difference if, and they probably weren't. Honestly, I don't know how a full-ride scholarship works, but I know how my tuition works. And I know that in my tuition, there's certain fees that I pay, even for things that I don't use. So mm-hmm. I would assume that maybe these players do have to pay a fee for, the like, uniform fees and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's covered by their scholarship. Do you think that it makes a difference if... It's not if by school issued they're saying that um, the players didn't necessarily have to pay money for their uniform and they it was given to them by the
1: program. Here's the thing, and I disagree with a lot of NCAA's rules because NCAA states that collegiate athletes cannot make monetary they, they cannot make money off of them, uh, just the their status as a football player or a basketball player or a softball player or, a volleyball, player or a volleyball player or whatever sport you play. So that means, like Johnny Football, got in a lot of trouble because he signed. He somebody paid him to sign a football or sign a helmet or something. He got in trouble for that, and I, I can I can understand why they want to do these things. Like they want to uh, keep away from corruption and bribery. But the biggest thing is, is they are broke. Like a lot of a lot of athletes um their grades would improve their lives would improve their moods would improve I feel like they would improve at the athletes as if they were you know, I'm not saying a t- ton of money I'm saying like how you and I we log and we get paid whatever like even if it's minimum wage minimum wage 80 hours a week livable yeah definitely as a college student where their pa- college is paid for livable and it's not like it's gonna kill the kill the football program because even if they paid let's see we had um when i played we had roughly 60 60 athletes so we did did that math it would cost maybe a hundred thousand dollars a year
0: and when you think about the money that they're bringing and that's nothing they're literally building a new um uh, yeah state brand right
1: new state I think that that costs what twenty something ten twelve twenty million uh yeah, something and then but,
0: and then they're just getting around to an engineering building
1: mm-hmm. which we've been needing for a, a long time, which really makes me mad because the time that I leave is when we get an interactive engineering program
0: also the ag
1: building is trash
0: <laughs> we need I, a new ag building too, so
1: but it's just for that hundred thousand dollars a year to pay these athletes, I feel like um. I feel like they will get a better – they will get a return because they improve the life of their player, mood of their player, capabilities. I think, in turn, their athlete will do better. And this is coming from – like I had a full ride, but I was always broke. I never had money, and I was struggling, trying to do odd jobs, just trying to do whatever I could to get money. And you can get in trouble that way and lose your scholarship and lose everything. So I feel like I feel like a lot of it's outdated. Like I said, I understand they're trying to get away from bribery and whatnot and corruption. But I do think that they need it like I said, if nothing else just minimum wage. I'm not I'm not asking for like my tuition as or my tuition costs plus like double that. So I'm not asking like fifteen thousand a semester. No. I'm talking like, you know, a livable wage. Like, they're probably $3,000 a player per semester of just...
0: Do you... Okay, so one final question. Do you agree with their suspension?
1: No, I do not because, like I said, I've been there. You're struggling. You're trying to make money. You don't have time to work. You're struggling. And
0: a suspension,
1: believe it or not, so
0: a lot of people use... And this is why... We, we, I think we've talked about it before, um, going straight from... Uh, high school to the pros and how uh, well i mean i'm not a big fan of it because i think you need to get that college experience Mm -hmm. um also college is when you build up your highlight reel Mm -hmm. so one game can mess with your future
1: so that one game you might have been going against uh uh maybe not so much as a bad school but like a good school and they have a good player and you just had a great game against them that could have that could make it because maybe they have a star person that's already been scouted and going into NBA or, or NFL or whatever sport. And you just go out there and you dominate them. They're boom. There yeah. you go. There's your chance. So.
0: Like I said, I can't really speak on it because I'm not um, I'm not a college athlete. But I do know, you know, being someone who pays my own tuition, um, taking out loans for that. And then I'm, I'm working for a living. You know, I get mm-hmm. financial aid. But, you know. Yeah. You know, that doesn't cover everything you need. And, and I don't ask my parents for money. Uh, I don't get money from my parents. And so uh, just being someone mm-hmm. who goes to school and works
1: yeah. is, you know, hard enough. And and um, we had talked about how, you know, these athletes, they don't have any money. So they're going to be doing all these things. And that's why I don't think they should be punished for these. Because, OK, you're going to go through your life if you're a collegiate athlete and you're going to do it four years or five years or however long you're in school you're not going to get a college experience yeah. you are not going to get the college experience that you should get
0: and okay the thing when i saw this story um the the, the headline didn't read all the way so it said uh 13 unc players suspended for selling and i thought it was going to say selling
1: drugs oh lord no um
0: I remember when cruising with the planet was going on. They always had a drug story, and I was always either a coach or some players getting caught selling drugs and stuff. I was relieved to see that it's that they're selling their shoes. I mean, honestly, you like see, you said, you have gotta make money somehow. That should and- show
1: just how desperate they are to, you know. Like I feel, I'm not asking for like I I wouldn't ask for a ton of money, but you know, just give me enough money to so. I, you know, I don't want to eat at the D Hall every single day. You know, give me some no money. One does. Give me some money to go out to Chili's. Give me some money to go get some groceries. You know, like yeah. You know, we we just won uh we just won a bowl game. You know, I want to go out to the bar and drink and celebrate. Well, or just drink and celebrate in general. Well, yeah. I can't afford it, so that sucks. And it's just um, and it, it doesn't affect like everybody. I'm like, some people are have are fine and doesn't affect them. But other yeah. people,
0: well, some people are, you know, still getting money from their parents yeah, or things like same. that. But some people actually, you know, they, they're supporting themselves. So, mm-hmm. but and I thought that'd be a good story to ask you. Cause I know you were a college mm-hmm. athlete and uh, you'd have a different perspective.
1: So I, uh, and uh, listeners, if you agree or disagree with me, please let us know. Like I, I'm not against criticism. I honestly do believe like that our college athletes should make some money, make any money really i'm not like i said i'm not asking for
0: it's huge not like uh,
1: amounts it's not
0: like 15 bucks per tackle per game but yeah. like i you know i Which think people that,
1: could probably lose money doing that but
0: yeah it, well that's and i think that's kind of why they don't do it because players are going to be more incentivized but i think that you know uh, charging like an hourly wage for the, the you know the amount of time that you're going to be at practice mm-hmm. the amount of time that you're putting into games and stuff like that
1: yeah, they're like, oh, it's paying for your school. I like, I get that.
0: School is not the only thing, though. Like, but the thing is, because you, you can move,
1: go, you can go through school and do absolutely nothing and just do school and not get any of the experience. And
0: but, well, and the thing what? is, you're you going to regret that. They'll pay for schooling, right, and housing sometimes. But what if they don't pay for your housing? Then you have to come up with your own housing. Or if even if they do pay for housing, that's not necessarily including groceries. Uh, yeah, they things don't like
1: that. and they don't they don't pay for books. They only pay and for your tuition. Books are expensive. Yeah. So, and that's another thing that's why I see like those people there say screw this, I'm going straight to the NFL. I'm skipping junior year. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I understand because you're broke. You have you're yeah. not getting any experience. It sucks. I mean, it's great. It's great. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. It was great, but it sucks. It really does suck.
0: And I think um who's doing that right now? Uh, I know we
1: we had talked about it because we had talked about the draft about
0: Baker Baker Mayfield he um, is going to basically be the highest paid player highest paid player in um, the NCAA mm-hmm. because he's going back to A and M but I think or not A and OU but I think he's going to um, get his finish off his degree mm. in the off season but he's going to be playing for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Speaking of football is. Like,
1: so cool. I know. I'm excited. I keep hearing. I live actually in front of the football stadium right now. So I could, every morning I wake up, definitely when I do morning edition, I can hear the whistles and I'm just like, oh man, I miss it. I know uh, Texans, they started up their training camp. I'm getting ready. I'm getting excited. I am ready for football season, baby.
0: Me too. My uh, cousin, he's, uh, I think he's walking onto the football team this year. Okay. So. Awesome. So I'm super psyched for him. Shout out to Ryan. Uh, do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. And also, the best thing that's coming up in the fall is the only time that us, wa- or uh, I wouldn't say us washouts, we get to go and play some flag football. We got the intramural championship, so all of us has-beens can go out there and show them what we got or what we used to have and we no longer have.
0: Right. And shout out to intramurals. Me and my friends just actually from the softball team. So
1: there you go. I'm super
0: excited to see how that plays out. Well, I'm going
1: to, I'm actually probably going to be refing the, uh, the flag football, so. I'm sorry if I do if I do you wrong. I'm sorry. Just
0: don't make any bad calls, man. Yeah. It's, just take the money that they're going
1: to give you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'll just take the money. you 20 bucks, 20 bucks, man. So, again, uh, just let us know on your thoughts. We are always open for any feedback from our listeners. Anything that's going on, just let us know. If there's something you want us to talk about, if something that we missed, let us know. Absolutely. We are always down for criticism. Just let us know what we can do to help we are um,
0: always down for criticism, and we love to hear ourselves talk. That's true,
1: <laughs> because uh, we just want to grow. We just want to make this show better and more enjoyable for you all. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to stop by next Wednesday at Wave of the Planet. Big condition If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at the Planet107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.